have a message from the Lord, hallelujah, the message unto you I'll give. It's recorded in his word, hallelujah, it is only that you look and live. Look and live, my brother, live. Look and live, look to Jesus, now and Greetings. Welcome to another episode of Rightly Divide the Word of Truth. This is Andrew S. Baker, and I'm your host of these Bible study podcasts. Today, we're going to be starting a new series. This episode will be number one of a nine-part series of presentations entitled God's Precious Word. These studies have been adapted from the booklet entitled Key Principles of Bible Study, which is available to download directly from our podcast page. These nine presentations cover primary truths about God and His Word, along with His purpose in providing us with the Holy Scriptures. Our theme for this series is Jeremiah 15, verse 16. Thy words were found, and I did eat them. And thy word was unto me the joy and rejoicing of mine heart. For I am called by thy name, O Lord God of hosts. The current presentation is entitled, The Holy Scriptures. Before we begin our study together, let us have a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for the privilege of Bible study, and we invite your presence to be with us and to give us wisdom and understanding, and help us that we will rightly divide your words of truth. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, let's begin. Today, we're going to focus on the Holy Scriptures. Understanding the role, purpose, and primacy of God's Holy Word. Psalm 119.105 tells us, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. So as we ask ourselves, some questions we're going to go through god's word and try and get the answers to those questions and here are the questions who gave us the holy scriptures why were we given the scriptures what is the function or purpose of the scriptures and finally how should we view the bible these are our key questions for this study, and as we go through the study today, we're going to uncover the answer to these questions. We're going to begin with a story. King Josiah. In 2 Kings chapter 22, there is a story about young King Josiah. And King Josiah... <coughs> became a king at age eight. His father was killed. Became a king at age eight. And when in his 18th year, he looked to clean up the temple of God. And in so doing, they found the book of the law there and they read it to him. And when he realized what was in the book of the law, he became very disturbed. He was very concerned about what was there. <clears throat> and he makes a covenant with God 
on account of what he reads in there. And that covenant is not just between him and God, but it's him and God and the people, him and the people and God. Okay, and we're going to read a few verses of that, but I encourage you to read that entire chapter, 2 Kings 22, 1 through 20. It's a very instructive chapter. Starting at verse 18, we read, Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, As touching the words which thou hast heard, because thine heart was tender, and thou hast humbled thyself before the Lord, when thou heardest what I spake against this place, and against the inhabitants thereof, that they should become a desolation and a curse, and hast rent thy clothes and wept before me. I also have heard thee, saith the Lord. Behold, therefore, I will gather thee unto thy fathers, and thou shalt be gathered into thy grave in peace, and thine eyes shall not see all the evil which I will bring upon this place. So King Josiah read the words of the, of the law, and that would be the first five books of the Bible in particular. Realized that there were a lot of judgments against Israel because they had committed idolatry and just gone away from the things of God. And realized that things were in a bad place and, and he repented of, of the evil. He had not been actually doing any evil himself, but you could also argue that he had not been doing all that there was to do because he did not know. And now he found the book of the law, he repented and confessed the sins of his people, and committed himself to serving God. And God said, because you've humbled yourself, because you recognized um, the impact, what this, what this meant to you, the significance of what you've read, uh, the evil that is prophesied against Israel won't happen to you won't happen to you. So you, there's a promise that because Josiah was right with God, that God preserved him from the evil that would eventually fall upon Israel and Judah, Judah more specifically here because he's the king of Judah, uh, due to their, their not being in alignment with his word. Okay? So who gave us the scriptures? Uh, God provides the scriptures. And we're told that specifically in a number of places, but in 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17, it says, All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. Okay, so, that's, so we know who gave us the scriptures. God has provided his word to us. Why? What is the point of us getting the scriptures? The point is that we might know who God is. Um, the scriptures reveal to us perfection, the fall from perfection, and the restoration to perfection. Right? In the first three books, you get all of that. <laughs> you get God creating everything. Everything is good and very good. Uh, man falls away and God comes with a promise to restore him. So ultimately the scripture is given to us that we might understand where we were from whence we have fallen and how to get back. Uh, Jesus says in his prayer in John 17 3, and this is life eternal that they might know thee 
the only true God and Jesus Christ whom thou hast sent. Okay, that's the, that's the purpose. So what do the scriptures tell us? Who God is, the fact that we need a saving relationship with Jesus Christ, right? The perfection, the fall, the restoration. How to obtain that relationship, not just that we need it. It establishes the basis of our need, but then it gives us prescriptive guidance to get that relationship. And then how to abide, because it's not just that you say, okay, I understand that I need a savior. Okay, I trust Christ as my savior. And now it's smooth sailing. No, it's not smooth sailing because there is a great controversy. There is a conflict between God and his enemy. And in that conflict, it is important that we abide, that we stay in Christ. This is life eternal, said Christ in his prayer to his Father, that they might know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ whom thou hast sent. But we cannot gain a knowledge of God and of Jesus Christ if we neglect to study the scriptures. God would have us store our minds with the principles of his holy word, that we may know what saith the Lord. He would have us train our minds to wrestle with difficulties, taxing them to remember scripture until remembering is no longer an impossibility until the word of God is to us a harmonious whole. That comes from Signs of the Times, April 1st, 1897, paragraph 7. All right, so that's the purpose. Now, how does the Bible work? Again, Psalm 119.105, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. How does it work? It provides us with guidance, direction. Right? Um, but there's more. Provides us with understanding. Here's some more from Psalm 119. By the way, Psalm 119 is a very awesome psalm. There are many psalms that are awesome. But that psalm is... it emphasizes the law, God's law, God's testimonies, God's character, and its impact on the believer. So really, it's a long psalm. It's the longest, longest uh, chapter in the Bible, but it is a significant psalm. Very instructive. So Psalm 119, 129, and 130 says, Thy testimonies are wonderful. Therefore doth my soul keep them. The entrance of thy words giveth light. It giveth understanding unto the simple. Again, so it gives light, as we saw in the earlier verse, and it also gives understanding. Okay, so that's how it functions. Now, what does the scriptures contain? Uh, the scriptures contain everything needed for our salvation. And it, it contains instruction, it contains uh, history, it contains prophecy, doctrine, uh, examples of people's lives, uh, prayers, reproof, correction, instruction in righteousness, good works, and more. Okay, It contains all of that information, but the primary thing it contains and the way that all of these other things must be viewed is through the context or within the context of a saving relationship with Jesus Christ. Okay, 
if you, if if you learn about all these other things outside of that context it won't have the spiritual significance for you that you need and john 5:39 emphasizes that christ was talking to uh the scribes and and some of the leaders he said search the scriptures for in them ye think ye have eternal life and they are they which testify of me right they were rejecting christ but looking at the scriptures as a way to save them and he's saying the scriptures testify of me if you miss me in the scriptures you also miss eternal life so the purpose of the scriptures is to point us to christ the scriptures also fit us for service all right we'll go over our verse again second timothy 3 16 and 17 all scripture is given by inspiration of god and is profitable for doctrine for reproof for correction for instruction in righteousness that the man of god may be perfect thoroughly furnished unto all good works all right so this is what we should receive in the word of god instruction doctrine reproof correction if we're going wrong it straightens us out if we don't know where to go it instructs us if we have gone wrong it reproves us and gets us back on track it provides us information about righteousness righteousness is right doing so you need instruction in right doing and the ultimate purpose is that the man of god may be perfect and thoroughly furnished unto all good works right remember that jesus as a child studied the holy scriptures and which enabled him to obtain all of the blessings and benefits that we read right here so in summary the bible teaches us the history of our planet creation fall life death resurrection of jesus spreading of the gospel it gives us good and bad examples of people in the Bible, teaches us by precept and example. We'll be learning that as we go through uh, this, these presentations. And finally, it gives us prophecy, which points to the final eradication of sin and the restoration of all things. Right? Revelation the last two chapters in Revelation bring us back to the first two chapters in the Bible without the chance of there ever being Genesis 3 again. The Bible answers every important question. There are many things that we might, might ask in life, but the Bible answers all of the ones that are important uh, for both now and eternity. There are other things that we will learn in eternity but all of the things that we need to get to eternity safely are found in the Bible. 2 Timothy 3.15 says, And that from a child, this is Paul talking to Timothy, And that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. All right, the scriptures will make us wise unto salvation through faith in Christ Jesus, not independently. It's not a book of magic. The Bible is God's great lesson book, his great educator. 
The foundation of all true science is contained in the Bible. Every branch of knowledge may be found by searching the Word of God. It's a powerful statement. Every branch of knowledge may be found by searching the Word of God. And above all else, it contains the science of all sciences, the science of salvation. The Bible is the mine of the unreachable, unsearchable riches of Christ. The Bible is the mine of the unsearchable riches of Christ. That's from Christ Object Lessons, page 107, paragraph 3. So let's get back to King Josiah. King Josiah had the scriptures read to him. They found the book of the law when they were cleaning out the temple. They came to him and read it to him. He heard all of the things that were contained, the promises, the blessings, the cursings, the instructions, the reproof, the correction. And he humbled himself before God because he realized that he hadn't done all that he should have done because he didn't know. But more so, he realized that his forefathers had done wickedly and that judgments were, were due to Israel and Judah. In fact, at that time, in the time of Josiah, Israel had already been taken away captive by the Assyrians. So... It, there was ample evidence that a failure to adhere to the word of God would lead to bad places. So they, they saw that and he, he humbled himself and the Lord um, issued him a promise. He humbled himself. He made a covenant with God and the people and the Lord um, made him a promise, a, a personal promise that the the judgments that were to fall on Judah for the wickedness would not fall in his day. So let's see if we've gotten our questions answered in this brief study. Who gave us the Holy Scriptures and why? God did, in order that we might have salvation in Jesus Christ. How should we view the Bible? As God's message of hope love, salvation, restoration, and as our guide to living like him, Christ, more specifically, here and in the hereafter. So now we have an appeal. Now that we have gone through this study, here is our appeal. Here's my appeal to you. Do you realize the importance of the scriptures to your life? And are you ready and willing to humble yourself to God as you read his word? Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for the privilege of study. We want to thank you for your word and for giving it to us and for providing us with instructions on, righteous, on how to live righteously and how to be like Jesus, knowing about Jesus and the plan of salvation. We ask you, Lord, that as we read your word, that we will humble ourselves, that we'll be willing to surrender to you so that you can lead us and guide us. In Jesus' name, amen. Thy words were found, and I did eat them, 
and thy word was unto me the joy and rejoicing of mine heart. For I am called by thy name, O Lord God of hosts. Thanks for taking this time to study with us today. We encourage you to prayerfully review this presentation with the study notes and with the key principles of Bible study download. If you have any questions, please be sure to send them to BibleQuestions at ASBZone.com. BibleQuestions at ASBZone.com. And we will do our best, by God's grace, to provide you with biblical answers to those questions. Until we meet again next time, may God richly bless you as you study His Word. It is only that you look and live. Look and live, my brother, live. Look and live, look to Jesus, no one lives, no one lives. This recorded in His Word, hallelujah. It is only that you look and live.